Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, howtodecorate.com. I'm Karen, and I do branding for Ballard. And, and we're your hosts. Well, what about Taryn? Taryn's under the weather this week, yes. you guys. So she's Taryn's not here. Not here. We she's, miss her. I know. We so do. I have to be extra nice because she's usually the nice one. <laughs> hey. so I'll be nice. No, no, no. You're nice too, but she's way nicer than us. She so is. So I'll be nicer. We miss her. Okay. <laughs> Our trials and triumphs. We really miss Taryn, but Karen and I are going to hold down the fort, and we're going to do it just the two of us. I'm going to talk extra long. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to go first? Yeah, I'm literally pr- pressuring You're, you into doing trials like, and triumphs. Like, the bit. <laughs> because I'm so excited about a couple of my triumphs and my one trial. I have many trials, but I'm going to focus on one this week. So, as we may have all discussed a hundred times, I am obsessed with cords. So, I have a dual cord triumph. One is in front of me right now. So when we sit in in my dining room table or anywhere, when we sit anywhere and do the podcast, there are 50,000 cords because there's four microphones, cords from all the mics going into the computer, and then the computer has a cord, blah, blah, blah. There, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a lot. A headphones. Nest. It yep. looks like a snake. Oh, and headphone cords, like yep. a snake's nest. And then I like to serve like a little snack. And where do you put the snack when you have a table full of cords? We're going to have to take a picture of the setup. Yeah. So I've bought this little, what is this, a pedestal from Ballard? Mm-hmm. It's mean, like it's, concrete or ash. Actually, it's volcanic ash. Volcanic ash. And then we sell a Miles Red one, too. And it's, I never would have thought that this would have been, like, the most practical thing I've ever owned in my life. But, you know, it's probably, I think, 12 or 13 inches square. And it's probably four or five inches off the ground on little legs. And I stick it right in the middle of my dining room table. All the cords tuck right under there. Our snacks go on top, and it's perfect. And then when I'm not using it for the podcast, I use it. Uh, I used it to put my Halloween pumpkin all in the front porch with like little Cute. pumpkins all scattered around it. It was adorable. And then I also put, <laughs> I know, right? And like I'm saying, I didn't know it was so useful. And then I put um, flowers on it in the kitchen. I'll put like a vase of, I mean, a pitcher of like sunflowers, and I stick oh, it up that's on there pretty, with like yeah. little bowls of lemons. It's the cutest. It's always nice to have something that raises. Is, you know, yes. have different heights. It's weird so, how something so, like, it's not that high. Yeah, it's three, it, what, three inches, four inches yeah, maybe? Yeah, it suddenly adds this whole new dimension to the mm-hmm. table. And I, I don't want to use it in the, at Thanksgiving, maybe to put the centerpiece on or put the turkey on. I don't know. I just love it. It's cool. It's awesome. Okay, I have part B <laughs> and my cord banishment obsession. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I brought up before that I don't, I don't like my media solution in my family room under my two-mile-long television. And I've been looking for something that is the right length and the right height. But, I mean, I, I for the most part, I find, like, media solutions are not super cute because they look mm-hmm. like media solutions. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, these days, what do you really even have that's so much media? Right. So, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I walked into the store the other day, and on the outlet side, and I know that most of you don't have the luxury of doing this, but I'm in that (laughs) outlet probably three times a week. So on the outlet side, they had this new sideboard called the Greta, G-R-E-T-A, that is like the sexiest, coolest. It's so good looking. Sideboard. Oh, my gosh. I I loved it. The minute they introduced that thing, I was like, I want that sideboard. Well, they had it in there. And I'm immediately texting my husband, like, tell me again the, the length of the television. Because the problem is I have a door that opens right next to the television. Mm-hmm. So I can't have anything that really goes longer because Joe, of course, bought the television that was as big as it possibly <laughs> could be, like to the inch for the wall. So, so when the door opens, it doesn't come in front of the TV at all? No. No. Gotcha. So the door does not touch the television. It swings open, and there's probably two inches next to the door. And then there's two inches on the other side of the television. Gotcha. And then the wall mm-hmm. ends. So I really needed something kind of exactly the length of that television. And this was 62 inches or something like that. 72. I don't even know. It's perfect. So it looks ridiculous. Awesome. And even though it's not a media piece, it has cord management in it. I don't know why. So in the back, and cord management, you guys, if you're not familiar with this really techie term, um, <laughs> it's basically you know pre-drilled holes in the back of your piece so that you can run cords out easily. Mm-hmm. Well, this had it already. So I stuck my 
That's awesome. Yeah, suck my like wireless router in there, all that stuff, and it works great. <gasps> and here's the other thing I'm doing. Okay, go for it. I can see that there's a look of puzzlement on your face. There I feel is. like I'm going to answer before you even know. I don't okay. know. Before you even say it. Okay, so we also just switched to Google Fiber. Mm-hmm. And oh, I'm so mad at you. You are? Because you know where the line for Google Fiber ends? Right next door. One block from my house. <laughs> I'm so pissed about yeah, it. Yeah, they're laying Google Fiber all over Atlanta, and it's been going on like a year. So everyone's waiting, like nail-biting. When do I get my no, Google No, they're Fiber? not expanding it anymore. <gasps> You're done? You don't get any? No. I'm I just so got mad. mine like last week. Uh-huh. I hate you. <laughs> so anyway. So, and I don't know if this is other cable companies or not, but mm-hmm. with Google Fiber, their box is Bluetooth. Oh. <gasps> So you don't, that was my question. You don't have to direct your remote at the box. So I Velcroed the box and my wireless router onto the bl- back of my sideboard so you can't see any of that. And everything's hidden and gone, and it's perfect, and it's amazing. Ugh, Yay. that sounds awesome. Yeah, I got the Velcro idea from my friend because I was going to yeah. duct tape it on the back. I'm like, I'll just duct tape it on the back. What's the big deal? But the routers usually are pretty big. No, it's not. It's uh. small. It's like four by four by one. So I mean, they're tiny now. So if you guys have like a big old router in your house, you need to contact mm. your cable company and have them give you a smaller one because these days they are not big anymore. Because the one I have wasn't even that old. It's maybe awesome. a year or two old. So, well, oh, oh, good no. job. And then great. my trial. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. So you guys, I told you a long time ago about Mr. French and his seizure. Remember? I thought this was your triumph. <laughs> no, this is a trial. But I thought the never mind. You okay. keep going. I already gave Caroline a heads up about this trial, so she's already <laughs> laughing. So even though it's not a laughing matter, Caroline. <laughs> so Mr. French, I told you guys he had a seizure a while back. The doctor said, you know what, everything's cool. Just watch him. So the other day, um, he had another one. So he had Aww. another seizure. Poor buddy. And I know. So it was that's bad. not funny. So that is not. I know. That is not. This is not. Stop laughing, Caroline. No, I'm just kidding. So no. So we took him to the vet. They're like, you know what? It's still going to be okay unless they get really higher frequency. You're cool. So we take him home. He has two more that night. Aww. Poor thing. Like I know. He's like in bed with me. I was like, I just don't feel comfortable. He's going to have to sleep with me. I want to make sure I can see him and know exactly what's going on. So he had two more. What do you like? What do you? What can you do when that happens? Nothing. You just keep him safe. Like. He, I told you the first time he fell off the sofa. So try to keep him yeah. from falling off things. Fair, you know, just fair enough. Safe. And you can't, you know, you don't need to put your hand in their mouth or anything. You just kind of keep them safe yeah. um, until they're finished. And so then, so now he's on seizure medication. So that mm-hmm. is my trial. But then I came up with a new nickname for Mr. French. <laughs> I love Mr. French, you guys. So we have to laugh with the pain. <laughs> so his new nickname is Mr. Flinch. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I feel like you're gonna get a lot of hate mail over that. <laughs> but I, I mean, love him so much. I, it's hilarious, but also sad. I know. But, but you're right. Like you know, hey, you gotta um, you have to deal with it somehow. You have to laugh through the tears. Yeah. <laughs> but he's doing all right now. So he's oh, on good. his little medication. He's still still as happy and jumpy and energetic as ever. So anyway, good. Well, well, let's keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, I hope the medicine works. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Caroline. All right. Okay, so. My triumph is that by the time this episode airs, we'll have already mailed it. But so we do a yearly Christmas party. Yes. And this will be like our sixth year. And every year, well, except the first one, which we sort of threw at the last minute, most of them will, that's my husband, draws or paints a watercolor that we use as the invitation because I like to mail out a paper invitation. Yeah, you're fancy. So he just painted this weekend the invitation i'm so pumped about it it's so cute it's i'll, I'll put a picture of it on there but it's um i told him okay so last year i had him do a picture of our dog with a red bow mm-hmm. holding a stocking sitting in a chair cute so i always like like by the mouth holding yeah mouth. she's holding the stocking by her mouth and then the year before that i had him do a picture of our mantle with um like Christmas decorations around it. So I always try to make it like it's a, like our house. Right. So this year I want to get the Bunny Williams Magnolia garland. Yes. And hang it over our door with a wreath. Mm-hmm. And so I gave him all the stuff that I wanted to do and like the color ribbon and how I was going to hang it. So he painted a picture of the garland in watercolor and a wreath on the door. 
and that's her invitation. And it's, I, I did it today and like shipped it off to order the invitations, and I'm just really excited. So, but riddle me so this. That's my triumph. Isn't that what we just shot in that front door post? We shot your front door. Yes. And didn't it have the bunny moons magnolia and garland? It had different magnolia, but yes. Just admit he just copied that. Did he just trace that? No, but it's a painting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll show you a picture. It's, it looks really good. My son Jacob has joined us for the Trials and Traps cookie <laughs> board, and he's laughing. Welcome. I'm sure you're so excited about that Garland story. I was exhilarated. <laughs> edge of my seat. <laughs> okay, so then my trial is that last, probably about this time last year, my dog pretty much licked a hole in our I sofa cushion. Because I was like, don't flip it over. Only wait to flip it over when guests come. And you're like, it's too hard. I got it. Yeah, so I time. flipped it over. I did not follow <laughs> your advice. <laughs> Y'all, two weeks ago, there's now, as of two weeks ago, there's now another hole. It's ex- the, literally the exact same place. It's the weirdest thing. The exact same place. And I'm speechless. <laughs> so she just licks and licks and I licks. I think she, like, you know, she'll be, like, licking her paw, but, like, while she's licking her paw, she's also licking the... Well, how is her paw not disintegrated? If she's licking a hole in she's fabric... she's, like, cleaning herself. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's no, a it's a dog. It's <laughs> just a dog, yeah. So, wait, are you going to put, like, a daisy applique? What are you going to do? <laughs> okay, so... I don't know. Okay. Plastic covering. Yeah, plastic I have two, cover. I have two options, basically. One of them is to do just a new, like have a seamstress make just a cushion, like a cover for the cushion, mm-hmm. but it won't match the sofa. Right, which I've done. And I'm actually, I'm okay with this. Yeah. I'm okay I'm, with this I'm option. okay with mine. Because at some point I'm going to want to recover the sofa anyways, but that's not, that's like down the road. Right. Or I can just have a whole other slip cover made, which is going to be like, probably two grand by the time you like no way buy all the fabric she's gonna look another hole in that dude yeah but i could get see this is this was like a loose linen so i would get like a heavier fabric that it wouldn't happen to would you get a pattern it's no solid i would white. probably do it's um it's like a charcoal gray oh. so i'd probably do a charcoal gray it would just be a different fabric but it would be like similar. like a uh, so it would be the same color but a different texture like a velvet or a something 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 yes that's an interesting way to go that sounds really pretty so Actually, I might do that. I might just do like a velvet. Ooh. That actually sounds pretty nice. We could like say that. Fur too. It wouldn't be like yeah. Maybe yourself. the dog would be like. Ooh. <sighs> but maybe she would like. I don't know. Why don't maybe you get a piece and put it down and see what she does? Maybe she can confuse. That's a good idea. Her. Right. That's what I should do. Right. I'll get a piece of fabric. I'll lay it. I'll tuck it under mm-hmm. for a while. See how it wears up, mm-hmm. and then or wears, and then I'll and then I'll have her, her, my slipcover lady do it. Why don't you tuck a a blanket around it yeah I mean, I that's what that. i do yeah and let me tell you so i have a fur throw that i tuck around the the majority of, we have a sectional where we all sit but the majority of the bench seat of the sofa mm-hmm. there's a fur throw that lives on there and you do that just so you can throw it in the wash or i do it so i can throw it in the wash and for instance saturday night when i was sitting on the sofa next to joe watching a movie holding a glass of red wine and then the dog stepped in my lap and into the glass of red wine and it went <laughs> everywhere <laughs> Then I just pull that off and wash it. Okay. So, yeah. and it, it feels cozy in the winter. You can do just something different in the summer, but you know, it's, it, it definitely saves the sofa. Okay. All right. I'm going to test it out. I'll keep y'all posted. Okay. I should have followed your advice. That is the moral of the story <laughs> and not That's flipped right. it over, but I just couldn't look at it anymore. So anyways, mm. Daisy patch. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. There All are right. trials and triumphs. Well, we missed Tara. Hopefully she'll I know. Back. Hopefully she'll be soon. All right, we, we'll have to make up some trials and traps for her next time if she's not here. <laughs> All right, so I'm excited about our guest, Anne. Yay! Let's talk to her. Okay, um, we have a very special guest this week. We're so excited to welcome Anne Mashburn. She has a women's store in Atlanta and... Multiple. I mean, you're like expanding all over. Yes, yes. We have quite a few. You'll have where, to tell, tell us, us where, yeah, they where they are. Okay, so um, the first is in Atlanta. Then we have one in Washington, D.C., in Georgetown specifically. Then we have one in Houston, Texas, and in Dallas, Texas. Um, in all those locations, we have a men's shop next to it, but in California, in Brentwood, and a super cool place called Brentwood Country Mart, we have a 
um, little tiny men's store that's very cool, and we're hoping to open a women's store there in the next year. And then the men and the men's store is Sid Mash. Bring your husband. Yes, exactly. Yes, that's my husband. Yes, yes, yes sorry. Because <laughs> it started with. But, yeah. I remember it started with yeah. Sex shop. Yeah, you were an early adopter, so you were I maybe totally there. Was. Yeah. Well, because I went yeah. looking for it. I read about it in some magazine, mm-hmm. and um, so I went looking. And this is, you know, on the west side of Atlanta where there wasn't a ton at the time. Mm-hmm. There were a few kind of mm-hmm. cool little things going on over there. And so I went looking for it and I couldn't find it. Yeah. I was driving around, I was looking, <laughs> and then I found that big green boxwood kind of archy hedge mm-hmm. thing and I'm like, oh, here I am, here I am. <laughs> and I had seen the pictures inside with, you know, there, it's a really, your shops are really, really beautiful, which is one of the reasons Thank when you. to suck you into yeah. our podcast is to yeah. kind of talk about the look and feel of the stores as well as fashion and all that stuff. But. Um, his store, the men's side, mm-hmm. the men's shop, yeah. I call it, yeah, features this beautiful giant, you know, portrait of a horse, very mm-hmm. dark, over, and all of the fixtures are very dark, mm-hmm. and it just feels sort of like a men's club. And then you go like through this little walk archway into your shop, and it's like all white and fun and girly and awesome. I just love both of them. Yeah, they're both. That, that's you. I love that you said that. That's the look we were going for. Yeah, and <laughs> ping pong table, and yes, you spin yeah, vinyl, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's well. The good. men's shop had a, um, a definite point of view, and I helped him make that happen but we it started as a men's brand in in 2007 so we you know kitted out that place and made it awesome and part of it was to have a ping pong table and we have a open air tailor shop i mean we wanted to make it a place where people really wanted to just kind of be there as much as buy um and usually that works to your advantage because people do usually yeah. buy and they want to be there <laughs> for a there. while yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but we wanted to make it look like a home and we put our you know i mean a lot of our own furniture in it really um, mm-hmm. um and actually there's a great story about the painting which i'll get to if you want to hear it but mm-hmm. the, um but when we opened up the women's side of that store um we originally opened a women's shop which was actually where that jenny's ice cream is now so the original store was much smaller but then when we decided to connect it to sid's store the whole idea and this was a you know the first store was similar to this but it was meant to be just what you said kind of the you know the feminine version of everything that we had going on in Sid's store. Well, I love it, and I can tell you right now, my husband hates to spend money on anything, and <laughs> he does. He is super like cheap, thrifty. I don't, you know, it's frugal? he just doesn't feel frugal. He doesn't think he needs anything. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, you know, ever want anything. But if I come home with a shirt from Sin Mashburn, he is always so happy. <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. That's awesome. And he'll, he'll yeah. like he, he travels a lot, and he'll come home and he'll be like, "I was wearing that shirt that you got from Sin Mashburn that one time, and everybody really liked it." And I'll bring him home like little florals or things like that, stuff that yeah. he wouldn't know. He's a lawyer, you know, so he's not usually wearing a lot of florals and I'll bring him home little things like that. Stretching himself. And he That's awesome. it. That's great. So it's kind of fun. I'll tell my husband. And then I can bring home a bag for man match. Yeah. You know, actually the secret <laughs> is, is that on the, um, on the credit card statement, it all says Sid Mashburn. <laughs> so, right. so you can buy whatever you want. Right? And he'll think you'll it never came know. All him. for you, honey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did tell him, I was like, honey, we're going to go get you a suit. And then I told the guy who <laughs> in the store I'm like alright I'm bringing my husband out <laughs> this is what you're going to do tell him everything's 30% off <laughs> and he was like okay <laughs> and he was like just because Joe likes a deal it's not <laughs> for him isn't it just ridiculous <laughs> it's good but it, it works for me <laughs> hey, so you, you, do. you have like expanded this empire tell us yeah, a yeah. little bit about though your background because i th- mm-hmm. you guys were at j crew for a long time or you were weren't well you both of us time? were but at different times so um i'll set the story straight now because it gets misquoted that we actually met there but oh. we didn't <laughs> but um we both have design backgrounds that that you know we met in new york we met actually on the beach but when we met, I was um, working at Vogue magazine. I was the assistant to the fashion editor at the time, Polly Mellon. So if you did see that movie, The Devil Wears Prada, I was absolutely the Anne Hathaway character. <laughs> I mean, the real book is written about Anna Wintour, but anyone who worked at Vogue during the time would tell you that that character is a combo of many different editors. But mm-hmm. um, she actually resembled mine the most. <laughs> it was a really, 
um, kind of humbling but amazing experience where you, it was like going to Harvard for fashion. I mean, I got to work with the very best photographers, all the famous fashion models you could ever think of. I was on Cindy Crawford's first Vogue shoot. What? Um, Do you have her phone number? <laughs> no. oh. Actually, I could probably get it. I have a friend who was right. her assistant. Who for is a long the most time. famous person you could call right now on your phone? Um, <laughs> what? I well, think we should ask this every time. Why have I not thought of gosh, this before? I don't know, but uh, you know, my, actually, I will tell you. I should really look in my husband's phone because, okay. sadly, his contacts got loaded into mine. And if you know my husband, you would know that he just doesn't edit anything out, and there are thousands of names. I get, you know, the other day, I don't know if somebody's came up like Hugh Atchison or something. He's not that famous, but he's pretty famous. Yeah, he's um, famous. But I don't know. We've, yeah, around these right. parts he is. But I'm sure I could find some people on there. But, All right, well, we, we can but circle back. But, but actually, it's not. It's not in my phone. It would be in the old Rolodex. Oh, that's this right. was a long time ago. That's right. And um, and I had like, you know. Richard Avedon. There was an amazing hairstylist, which no one who's listened to this will know, but his name was Suga. He was this Japanese guy, really, really well known at the time. I, I definitely have his contact. You know, Francois Nars, who who does Nars makeup. Oh now, gosh, he was just a makeup cool. artist, so he was a friend. Bobby Brown. I met Bobby Brown when she was not, uh, she was just getting started. I mean, really, no one That's knew of her. Crazy. And this amazing um, sadly deceased fashion editor girl named Isabella Blow. Oh, yeah. She was the assistant next to me. Who She, she was actually working for Anna Wintour. Yeah. And so she would grab me and take me to these really outlandish places because her job was kind of, I mean, I was the slave editor, editors. I was the, I was the slave assistant. She was just like the, I don't know, she got to do a lot of fun things because she, they didn't have a very tight rein on her. She didn't stay for that long, actually. But um, but anyway, that was it was an amazing experience. But um, and then Sid was working in design as well, but was um, went to work for this company. He went to interview for this company, which was a, kind of a startup. It was in New Jersey, and it um, was actually J. Crew. So he was the very first men's designer for the kind of you know when J. Crew really first started. Yeah. So I went on to work there later as a, as a stylist, mm-hmm. but um, that was 10 years after that. So, but And you met on the beach. And we met on the beach. I thought he was really cute. And I, I organized cute. a way to, to, to find, <laughs> to get him to follow me to the train going back to New York. I love it. Wait, how, so. what do you mean? How did you organize a... You know, I just went over and asked him if he knew when the trains went back. And then oh. I just did a little twirl and walked back 20 yards. And then, <laughs> That was that was it. That's adorable. <laughs> you have five daughters. Mm-hmm. Do you give them tips like that? <laughs> you know, I do. I always just say, like, the thing that I always say is, um, you know, I'm I'm actually kind of shy. I mean, I'm not. You know, I, it wasn't like I would go to bars and put my number out there. But I always say I don't like to have any regrets. So if you see somebody that you want to meet i mean what is the worst thing that could happen to you i mean it never hurts to like go up and say hello to somebody or give someone a nice compliment or um you have really nothing to lose so i i I would give them that advice i mean i I hadn't done that that much in my life but i I really did want to meet him (laughs) and i was really sure that i mean you know as much as anybody can be that that i that they wouldn't he would come he would like me too that's right (laughs) and how long ago was that uh, well, a long time. We're going to um, celebrate 30 years of marriage very soon in December. But I guess it was in um, in 85 is when I met him. So 32 years ago. I love it. Yes. That's crazy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. And y'all moved all over. We did. Well, we moved, you know, we were mostly in, you know, we spent like 10 years in New York together. Then we started to have kids. So we moved out to Connecticut. And then we did, um, oddly, we moved more often than people in fashion usually do because mm-hmm. it's a big hub in New York. We, we spent a year in San Diego. Then we um, decided we didn't really want to move back to New York yet. So we did this odd year in Virginia thinking we could, you know, a lot of cool people were moving there then. Where <laughs> um, in Virginia? To Charlottesville. Ah. And it was great, but it, would, it didn't, after six months, we knew we had to go back to New York. So then we went back to New York and Connecticut. And then we were, um, Sid took a job with Land's End, which was in Wisconsin, which was an amazing experience for him. But it wasn't my, you know, we went out there kind of for the job. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin is actually a really nice place in a lot of ways. But it was, um, we were happy to eventually leave, which is then when we started our business. 
right after that, we, we were in our mid-40s, and uh, it was time to say, it's now or never. And Sid had always wanted to do this. It was not my idea. That is some guts. It was. Mid-40s, five kids. Hey, he's fearless. I didn't didn't want to do it, of course, because we had five kids. They were getting ready for college. You could imagine. I thought, this is definitely not. But I thought, you know. He can get another job. We'll just try it. <laughs> Were you working at the time? I was working my tail off, but I was <laughs> raising the girls. Yeah. So I was chasing a lot of kids on soccer fields, yeah. and my youngest um, was just six wow. when we came here. So I had a lot going on. Man. They were all in school. Everybody was at home. I so. can't even fathom doing that with my husband, where he's like, you know what? <laughs> I'm thinking, let's move, and I'm going to start a new business. Well, I started, I mean, I really did it with him. I mean, I helped him. I mean, I was, you know, I called myself the first CFO because I did all the accounting and wrote the checks. We really kind of designed the store together mm-hmm. and um, just helped it uh, take shape. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, I hate this words overused, but organically, but honestly, it was because I think we just were hustling. We just, you know, got the permit, then started working, then got the business license. Then, you know, Sid really has this amazing design background. He had, after J. Crew, he worked for Ralph Lauren, and then he worked for Tommy Hilfiger. So he really knew how to make beautiful clothes, where to make them. And so he went off and did all that. And um, we just opened it and got it, made it happen. Wow. I was wondering if the, Karen mentioned that your stores are so beautiful, and they are. Mm-hmm. Does, do you feel like the design of the store reflects the, like, I your guess, style, style of your house? I, that- yes, I definitely think so. I mean, um, it is, I mean, again, we, we put a lot of our own furniture in the store, um, and we've collected it over time. And I think that um, I never had any you know, I never had help from a decorator, which I really could use, to be honest. <laughs> um, but along the way, we bought things that we really loved, and they didn't necessarily go together. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, the word eclectic would probably describe our houses that we've had over the, um, you know, and we've had a few of them. And we've been busy our whole life. I have all these girls, and we have moved a bit. So the optimistic way to look at it is that it, you know, kind of, jumbled up and it looks nice together but a decorator could probably come in and make it all work a little you know a little nicer with a few <laughs> nice pieces of art but um in the same way the the store just kind of unfolded you know mm-hmm. we knew we needed a we we came here and the first thing we did literally um even before we unpacked and moved into our house was went to scott's market oh gosh and yeah. um grabbed a couple of old pieces just for kind of integrity, I right. guess. Mm-hmm. You know, I found we did the the system of the how you hang up the clothes. I it was a tear sheet from like El Decor, <laughs> but I think it was in a hotel room. It was a hotel suite that had divided the bedroom to the living room with these bins. I don't know what do we call those. Um, and I looked at it, I was like, well that would be a good place way to divide up the space. It was a super <laughs> modern building. It was where um, Polyform was, that furniture mm-hmm. store. Yeah. So it was it was totally beautiful, modern, but it was just a big um, industrial type space. So we wanted to warm it up and make it feel more clubby. So we did this uh, interior of more paneled, woody Mm -hmm. things amidst a more stark industrial Mm -hmm. building, and it kind of worked. Yeah, the same function of that modern, but built out with trim. Yeah, yeah, so you know, it's not, it's, yes, so there was a lot of trim, exactly, and we, just manly, and then I had these really awesome day beds that I'd bought at a yard sale that I covered in tartan, and um, a couple of Vosley chairs that were from a early apart from well, we'd always had them, but they were from a Knoll sample sale in New York City, out in Long Island City. We went out and got them. It was like literally our very first piece of furniture that we bought. Um, so are that, you and those are still in there. If anyone damages them, you want to? No, like, That's well, house. they were from the warehouse sale, so there's actually <laughs> a little crummy thing on the bottom anyway and I, I you know the hope was that I would it would be such a success I could buy 10 more if I wanted well that's true yeah. but they're, I mean, they're actually there's... not the most comfortable chairs but they look great <laughs> they look amazing right? <laughs> but there's the, for some reason I don't know why but that kind of thing in your shop really 
makes it feel so authentic and mm-hmm. I don't know, comfortable is not enough of a word to describe it. Well, that is a really mm-hmm. nice compliment. I, I really appreciate that because that was the intent and it and it really is authentic because it honestly just unfolded. And a couple of great ideas. I'll tell you who was a really sweet help in the beginning was Sid's store was next to B. Braithwaite. So Nancy Braithwaite, who's an amazing designer. Oh, yeah, she's been on she's our podcast. Our yeah, okay, so she would come over and we, we had another tear sheet where we made these amazing chandeliers it was from the world of interiors it was just a a, a lantern style that we saw so we found an iron guy and he made it up for us and um brought it over and it you know i thought it was kind of okay and she walked in and she just clicked her tongue and shook her head and said nope bigger (laughs) much bigger (laughs) like twice as big she likes the power yes and she was 100 percent right so we went back they made it twice as big made three of them there you go tell us about the painting Okay, so the painting was, okay, so little by little, we we made these places to hold the clothing. We put down some seagrass. Which I love the seagrass, and I love that it's worn. It is, but Mm -hmm. it's terrible to upkeep. I'm telling you about that. It's like cost of fortune, but... it's so indestructible. It's not no, indestructible. After in th- think of all the customers. They yeah, walk okay. and they buy and they walk and they buy and then you gotta <laughs> then you gotta every five years at least. And then people trip. Um, three years. You know? Yeah. So so now it looks like a like a you know a rug den. I mean, I have I've covered it with so many kilims to, to cover up the holes. But so we threw some kilims down <laughs> no that, I, that, that I actually owned. They, they were those were mine too. I threw the kilims down to give it warmth so it didn't look so you know not lived in. Um, but we we had this big space behind the cash wrap, and it was empty. And we're just like, okay, what are we going to put there? I don't, you know, we hadn't gotten to it yet. We were like busy <laughs> making clothes and hiring people. I don't know what we were doing, looking for tailors. Um, and a really great friend, Robert Spiata, who's an amazingly talented writer, just cool guy, was actually in design at the time. He's a great, he's an interior designer as well. He doesn't do that as much right now. But he looked at the space. He's like, you know, I think I might know someone. <laughs> so this big horse was um, in storage. Somebody had taken it out of an art gallery. His wife's mother had an, had an art gallery in Highlands. And he brought the painting and literally dropped it off. Now, how big is that painting? Uh, probably five feet wide, maybe? At least, at least. Six feet wide? Yeah. I mean, it's massive. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the end of a long day of maybe unpacking boxes or whatever. It was just sitting against the wall. And we both looked at it and were like, wow, um, I'm not sure. <laughs> but once we got it up, I mean, it just defined the whole space. Oh, yes. And it is so, and now, of course, it was on loan. But, if, you know, what happens after you have something for seven That's years? Right. You can't take it down. So right. we had to buy the painting, which was worth every penny, but... Well, I, we couldn't I think every photo you see of yeah. the shop, I think, yeah. has that painting and yeah. it's sort of defining. Do you yeah. have those kind of moments in your other shops as well? I think so. I mean, I think that um, in my shop, when I first unfolded my shop, I had a, um, this really beautiful gold light fixture that was made because I was inspired by a Diego Giacometti chandelier that I'd seen in Bergdorf Goodman. It was just a temporary chandelier, but I had taken a picture of it. And um, this guy here did a super cool kind of naive rendition of it. It's not, it's really, like you look at it and it's it's not like a Giacometti, but it kind of is. And um, we painted it gold and that really was the thing I wanted. That was like the moment. Uh-huh. Um, and my store always had, um, I liked the mix of modern and traditional. So I have these really nice dressing room doors that we painted a beautiful gray, you know, cool brass handles on them and, and trim. And then the space before had been B. Braithwaite. So that one, well, actually, I'm talking about my second store now, but my first one was similar, where the clean and modern, my bins that kind of were the same idea that Nancy had in her store. Mm-hmm. So that, that to me, my statement piece was that chandelier, which I love. Do you have your personal stuff in all of the stores? I'm feeling no, like your house is doing empty now. I know sometimes. I mean, actually, well, you know, you buy things, and I'm sure if you're all collectors, you kind of, you know, sometimes they work, sometimes they won't. Right. So sometimes I've gotten rid of a few things that just didn't work. Right. Uh-huh. How convenient. In, in the LA store, we have two really big maps that Sid brought home from Europe, and I never, I always had them leaning. They just never, I never found a place to hang them both. So I was really happy to put them in there because they kind of work there. Mm-hmm. In all of our stores, we have these, you know, we have inspiration boards. And the idea of those came from when we first put it up in SIDS. Um, I mean, they're not uncommon. But for me, it was really important because I thought, we're coming to this new city. Mm-hmm. We knew one person here. And I was always inspired. You know, I had my own, you know, 
always at my desk, wherever I was, my little bulletin board was an expression of who I was. And that whenever I would go see Sid at his office, I loved to see his, his, his little board and see what things were special to him. And maybe there was something I gave him on there. It just was a, it defined his personality to me. Mm -hmm. So I thought when we do our store, I want to put things up that kind of define Sid and mm -hmm. me a bit so that people can say, that's whose name is on the door. You know, I mean, there are beautiful things that. everywhere, but um, the only thing Sid and I have going is that it's, you know, we have a point of view and you may like it or you may not like it, but as long as we stick to that, it's, it's yeah. meaningful. So his, the first board it was that, and then we did one in my store and then we've done one in every store. And I think that they, I never changed them because I'm sentimental. And once I put it up, I, those are I'll the see, things I that I love. Else do you change yeah, it? I yeah, no, I really don't. And I, it's cool when people do, but it, it's really so when pe it's not really a mood board because I would always be in the same mood. Yeah, it was your mood at the time. <laughs> exactly, mm -hmm. but you know, they're they're old things that we've collected. There's something that's newish. I mean, not new now because the first one was ten years old. But anyway, so that's kind of what we do. That's Can personal. You, oh, sorry. Mm -mm. Can you tell us about your pink? Linen sofas. Ah, I, they're pretty <laughs> awesome. Okay, so the, um, I remember reading in the New York Times um, magazine section years and years ago, maybe 20 years ago at this point at least, in the, it, there were these George Sherlock sofas featured that you could only get in England and it was in you know these were like the fashionable sofa to get and the original all the color, cool people had it yeah well a few no just a few at that time because that, that, those were the days when you had to really like find things mm -hmm. and I just always said if I have you know when I get something I'm going to get those two couches so I ordered them from there but they sent me a swatch and the, in the in the New York Times magazine they were pink they were these this pinkish color so they sent me the swatch that there what that was their pink and it actually was for me a, a too mauvey it was like an unattractive pink I was like I can't do this mm -hmm. so Sid at the time was working for Land's End so the sweet um, fabric procurer there gave me some um, swatches from, you know, I don't remember which linen company it was, but, and I chose this awesome pink that I loved. So I had them made and they were sent over from England and surprisingly, they actually did not cost a fortune at the time. But um, they've gotten so faded now, it's so sad. I mean, of course it's not color fast material right. because it was never meant for right. upholstery, which was right. my mistake. But, and they're really kind of modeled now because they're, you know, the kids have done spilled things on them and things. I need to recover them, but I kind of can't. So the original color was so pink, though, I'm telling you. Now they look almost coral, but they were really pink. Don't you have a hot pink something in the store? Yeah, so I used that color? same fabric on the benches, actually, and some chairs in my first store. Mm -hmm. So that, that same color is only a little faded. I feel in there, like but. if anyone has been on Pinterest in the last... 10 years yeah, they have seen, seen or yeah. however long Pinterest has been around yeah. they have seen those pink like back like facing the they're like a pair yeah they're a pair they're, they're very pair, big yeah. and they they're they're really hard to sit in if you're short you definitely <laughs> curl your legs up in them and you are a petite and I, yeah. yeah so yeah. how do you find the wherewithal to be so fearless well now I can't I can't not do anything because it's our yeah, names on the door we've already done it so I just forget about it but um I definitely, I'm not fearless. I'm really, again, I don't like regret. So I'm not afraid in a way to take a chance. But now that I know, I mean, the scariest thing was to start. But then it was really quite successful enough. Like we started in 2007, 2008 when the economy was really terrible. Mm -hmm. And I just remember it feeling amazing that we were actually hiring people when, when you know, you turned on the news and everything else was going not so well. So building this business and creating the space was really fun and we're design people and we love all that creativity but when we hired you know first three people then five people then 10 people then 15 people and all those people had their own people right. and we were making something creatively i went to business school so uh, you know it's like oh wow i created a business we're making money and those people are getting paid and then they're buying things and then those people are buying things so building the company was a really exciting thing so i think i have a healthy amount of fear about what we do and growing our business because I'm very careful about the people that we're we're trying to take. Now, I wouldn't say taking care of. I mean, they, they take care of themselves. But we have definitely built a structure that, that is a place where people can, you know, be creative and hopefully enjoy the decent amount of work they do every day because we we're, we're still very entrepreneurial and we work really hard. 
with a lean teen. So, but I don't, I don't, I wouldn't describe myself. My husband would never describe me as fearless, <laughs> except the day on the beach when I walked up to him. <laughs> but it sounds like you have a little bit of fearlessness in decorating. Um, you know, you just no, I'm actually kind of shy about it because I'm not, you know, I know clothes really, really well. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you what you're going to look amazing in, why you need it, and where you're going to take it, and why something is an awesome investment because you're going to wear it 50 times, or that thing is frivolous, you'll only wear it twice. But you should still get it, I might say <laughs> right. that. Okay? you're going to love it. Right. Both times. But I know that even women who dress well probably... I can maybe help them even more. But, and I feel the same way about decorating. I might, I, I might have, like, great style. I think I have pretty good taste. But I really, you know, a woman who is, or a man, excuse me, any person who's, who moves things around, I mean, it's like the Malcolm Gladwell thing. I mean, 10,000 hours or whatever it is. I mean, you get really good at something when you do mm -hmm. it a lot. And I just right. frankly haven't, you know, organized my house in a way. Again, I, I, you know, I was more intent for those years on, on you know, the people inside the house and running around and I just didn't I didn't have the maybe the time or the resources to do to, to make a, a room really beautiful I so appreciate it and I'm hoping to make my rooms I'm just gonna catch my breath maybe maybe this summer <laughs> right, I'll relax. get it done exhale a moment but, um, but yeah the pink couches are awesome but they, they could use a little more fluff around them and they would look better <laughs> but certainly you would just do them in another pink right oh yeah lines, like yeah. please don't make them yeah no 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 i can't They're, that's definitely my children would kill me because that's their memory of, we have a really good pink linen from suzanne castle we do line. oh probably just like okay and well, if she's you want a, copy, a dear friend so i would that would make me really happy she might get you a discount you should yeah, call her she, might. she lives <laughs> in the corner you could trade her like a blouse or two <laughs> yeah, she's she actually looks really great in my clothes, actually. Yeah. So you design. I mean, a lot of the stuff in your store mm -hmm. is designed by y'all. Yes, Some of it's yes. Not. Most of it is eighty percent in my husband's store. About a little less in mine. So where, yeah. where does that like? Do you have an office somewhere else, or is it yes. all? Oh, yeah, okay. we have a super cool design studio and office oh, across okay. the bridge from our our stores here, underneath kind of Knoll and um, oh, okay. room and board. Remember, yeah. Gotcha. Um, and so, yeah, that. it's really big. It's it's very impressive. You should come. People have no oh. idea. <laughs> you can always I mean, pick out yeah. your employees walking around the west side because they're all like the most dapper, I know. beautiful sure, people. Yeah. Even I'm in like, the warehouse, the boys wear ties. Oh, it's awesome. And they have the, like, yeah. the little skinny pants and no socks, yeah, and like yeah. they're so they're cute. very chic. I think they look great. They make too. me feel old, yeah. but I still like. Them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty great. So. <laughs> yeah, and our, and our office is actually kind of cool, too. It's kind of jumbled together. But we had the great um, fortune of being underneath Noel. And so every once in a while when they want to um, move a couple pieces around, <laughs> mm -hmm. we make a really great exit strategy. Right? Them. Sample so, sale. Yeah. Take it off your hands. <laughs> it's full circle. So we have some cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. So now when you lived in New York, and mm -hmm. it sounds like, because you were telling me where you live here in Atlanta, and mm -hmm. it sounds like you might have a little more space now oh, yeah. than you yeah. have when you lived in yes. New York. Yeah. Tell us how you might have decorated different in your home, or do you have any tips for people in smaller spaces? Because you had kids at, maybe in New York. Yes, I mean, our, my first um, apartment with Sid was this amazing loft on Duane Street, and we were just so happy to you know, be together and have a cool place that we didn't care what was <laughs> in it. It was really funny what we threw in that thing. I mean, it was such a hodgepodge. I just have to say, yeah. you're like literally glowing right now. Talking about it. It's so cute. You're yeah. like, oh, smile. Well, it was really fun. Sweet. I mean, we didn't know what we were doing, but it was still really fun. I mean, there was this awesome store there called Zona that, that anybody who's hearing this who lived in New York in the 80s will know. And they had like all this Southwestern stuff. Well, so I couldn't afford like a really cool skull. So I bought one like on the street. It was so... I can't tell you. It really looked like <laughs> someone died on the street, and then you put it on your wall. Someone's pet. I'll take it. Yeah, I don't know what kind of an animal it was. But anyway, we made a lot of mistakes. But, the, um, you know, yeah, I, I probably would have taken advice from somebody. That's the advice I would give someone. Um, but again, if you buy things you love, then it really doesn't matter eventually. I mean, and I say that about clothes, too. Like, right. you will, you, like if you want to spend a lot of money on a black cashmere turtle, like you are so smart, because you will never regret it so again we were the beneficiary of like a nice going out to Noel and we, we bought a couple cool pieces and you know we still sleep in a um in a double bed which I highly recommend for married but people it's like nine feet tall <laughs> I know he's very tall but he's a good sport <laughs> it's probably you know actually you know who I just met recently is the lovely Tom Shear and I was explaining that to him and he looked at me he goes 
you know, it would cost you a couple hundred dollars to get the bed length, and you really should do it. So you could have the same width? <laughs> yes, you could have the same width, and yeah, and it would get longer. I didn't know yeah. people would lengthen your bed. Yeah, yeah, he said it's really easy. But what about who do you call? No, well, the, no, they would be the normal size sheets. You would get, you would do oh. like a queen. Or you Which would just, or you could just use yeah, a, queen. a king flat sheet and yeah. tuck it like they do in hotels. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to have a fitted exactly. sheet. You're so okay, smart. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then how do you get a customized mattress? Yeah, how does that happen? Oh, they, those are not expensive either. Well, I've okay. done that on a bunch of little beds. Yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. custom in general. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you're like, oh, and I got this thing made, and oh, and I got yeah. that thing made. Okay, where are you finding the people to make this stuff? Like what stuff? Like my clothes? chandeliers. Oh, I, that guy. Well, what actually, he was he was the same guy who made the lanterns. I think for me in Sid's shop. Uh, please forgive me if I don't. If I, I feel like mixed this up. is it Google or are you like um, asking people? No, I asked him. I showed him a picture. I said, "Can you do this?" And in hindsight, it was it was that we we kind of crafted it together, and he didn't. We didn't. He wasn't a true lamp maker. I got someone to do one similar in Houston, and mm-hmm. that person, a friend, told me about, and he was really good. Yeah. And this one was amazing. I don't regret it, but it just, um, yeah, you just, like, ask around. You ask, because yeah. I would imagine, yeah. for the most part, people, it doesn't occur to anyone to to imagine something and go get it made. Well, that's whether very nice of you to say. Or I mean, part of it's because we try to do everything on the cheap, uh, <laughs> I have to say that. So, I mean, I was a person who, you know sewed my little girl's clothes did you really yeah i did (gasps) so can you smock oh i can can you believe uh, it no actually deep in my um (laughs) in my basement i think i still have a little smocker like this thing a quilt uh, a a pleater it's called oh my gosh yes i did i would never do it now i mean now i have you know these amazing seamstresses i don't sew one thing but um, (laughs) is everything that you own um like personally fitted for your body no, because I am the least picky person in the whole world. Like I, um, I have this an amazing design team that work with me because I, um, you know, I am, I had all of design for my company and I make all these great clothes. But in fact, I'm a true fashion editor and I didn't go to design school. So when I try a sample on, I see a vision of it like an editor does, where you just imagine it and it's romantic and you, I belt it and I look amazing, and then my design team walks over to me and points out that the shoulders actually drooping or if, if I just tweaked it this way it would be so much better mm-hmm. and so of course I believe them and we do it and it's amazing but I um I hardly my clothes I just I can make anything look great I have a theory <laughs> about that because yeah. I feel like you are just the attitude of the piece yeah you, you know what I mean you like to like imagine I'm it, it on, like, it. like I'm putting yes. my belt I put on a boot and I walk yes. down the street and I look awesome and you do look awesome because you feel awesome right it's true that being said an amazing fit really does if your clothes fit you well they really do look better so I I I own that and I do that but I do think that if um you know a little bit of tailoring can go a long way <laughs> what is the thing in your closet that you're loving most right, right now Okay, well, we have a a dress that I've already worn three (laughs) times, and it is a, um, it's an evening dress. So wearing, and I've only had it for like two months, so to wear an evening dress three times in two months is a lot, but it's this amazing emerald green, and it is a um, a silk shantung. It's just this amazing long dress that at the same time, it's very formal, but really easy. Like I wore it in the summer with sandals, but it's something you could wear with, you know, a beautiful black heel to a black tie event. So for me, it's my favorite piece in the in the shop right now. That sounds It's amazing. an emerald green long dress. Very are you, simple. Are you always <laughs> taking things home? I would. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do. Out of business I I'd be like, <laughs> but I actually am pretty, I, I dress kind of simply. I get lazy and wear, you know, my favorite cowboy boots every day and jeans because I run around a lot. But, yeah. you know, you go through phases. I'm sure you do when you're primping your house, too. I, I'll have a week where I really experiment and am inspired by a pair of shoes, and then I'll do my wardrobe around that. But in general, I'm a very simple classic dresser. What is your uniform? Uh, my uniform is one of my shirts. I love menswear shirts. That's what my brand started out with. And I, I love a, a really well-cut menswear style shirt. So I typically, my real uniform is that, a pair of J brand jeans, which I sell that have enough stretch in them that I feel, you know, like I can really move if I need to. And they don't get like dumpy in the butt. No, but I do love ABC <laughs> jeans too. But those aren't, those are those are really more of a commitment because there's not as much stretch. Um, and then I like to wear, I have this amazing pair of short cowboy boots that we make, which are sensational, and, or, or a pair of Chelsea boots, um, and then a little blazer. And that's really my uniform. I wear that a lot, like 
two out of five days. But I love, we make really beautiful silk, and some days I like to look like a grown-up, so I'll wear a beautiful silk blouse and these very chic buckle shoes that I'm kind of known for. And I might wear that with my jeans, too. I, I, I have, you know, I, I should wear dresses more, but I don't. How many pairs of jeans do you own? You know, way too many. Mm-hmm. I, I will tell you I probably only wear four. Yeah. So I, so I have, but I have five girls, so I don't feel so guilty. I just rotate it down. You with share, them. y'all yeah. share clothes. Oh, yes, yeah. They, you know, I have to say that my my girls are great. They've always kind of shared closets. You know, there's just um, they never really cared, and I love that. Yeah. yeah so they they're great sharers. Now, do they have creativity in their bones? I think they. Yes, I think they all do. Actually, <laughs> they all look really. They're Better. very different, and they each have their own style. Um, you know, there's one who has amazing style, but she wears almost the same thing every day. And she always looks fantastic. Um, <laughs> she I, figured it out early. She That's did. Nice, right? I, and she I actually think she just doesn't, she doesn't, I mean, I think she cares, but she just doesn't care that much. I mean, it works. So that's what she's going for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the 16 year old's adorable because she's a teenager. So she experiments a lot. And, um, it's fun to, it's, I love girls. I love watching them grow up. I love watching them kind of go through an awkward stage. Um, how old are your youngest? She's 16. Okay, that's your yes, youngest. Yeah, that's my youngest. And yeah. how old is your oldest? 27. You packed a lot in there. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but they're fun. They're all, you know, years? Uh, no, I had one every two years for four years, and then there was a five-year break or four and a half, so. She was the little bonus, and she's great. Little girls, little yeah. princess dresses. Yeah, sloppy. yeah. A couple of them were tomboys. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. if, is that is that politically correct anymore? Can I, I don't that? know why I couldn't. But it yeah. shouldn't be. Yeah. But they were sporty. That one of them was so cute. She wore, um, I think it was called dazzle cloth. It was like a type of. Um, they were basically basketball shorts, but like mm-hmm. they were shiny. Shiny. <laughs> she wore those to school every day. Like in grade shorts? school, they were long Sophies. They were true oh. basketball shorts. They were like boyish oh, okay. basketball shorts, and she wore them every day to school in Wisconsin, even when it was cold. Like she would wear her <laughs> snow pants over her, over her, over her basketball Did shorts. Did she have more than one pair, or just oh, one yeah. pair? Oh yeah, we had we had a collection. Okay. probably five pair, maybe. <laughs> You know, you know who that is. <laughs> We're not naming names, but you know who yes, you are. Yes. But she has, she has great style, but that was a phase, which I loved, again. So oh, yeah. Really fun. Well, I have boys, so I don't even know how to... I, I, thought, don't, I thought your youngest was a girl. No, two no. boys. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so watch out, because they're yeah. going to be scoping out for your ladies. Yeah, <laughs> they're pretty cute. Mm-hmm. 24 I'm and so 16. jealous of them sharing closets. I always wanted a sister for that reason. You did? Yeah. Yeah, it's really helpful. And they all, uh, four out of five, wear the same shoe size. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. So <laughs> it's, it's really helpful. Yeah. Because you don't always need... You know, that one high heel, you might only need it twice a year. Right. right, right. Or a green chanton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. To wear on about. So do you have more stores that you're opening? Um, right now, secret? no, we, well, nothing, we're growing, but we don't have any stores in the, in the plans right now for, um, but we're hoping to, 2018, yeah. for sure. That's a lot. Yeah. No, that's a lot of stores because, you know, we're in the middle of a retail expansion at Ballard. Oh, you are? Mm-hmm. So we've got, what, eight, nine stores? We're opening another one next week or the week after mm-hmm. in Charlotte. By the time this is on air, it'll be open Oh, my in gosh, Charlotte. Charlotte will be great. We've yeah. done trunk shows in Charlotte, and it's quite successful. I'd love to open a store in Charlotte. I should well, do it near on. you. Yes, yeah. do. Be near us. Yeah. Um, it's just, but it's just, you know, such a whole nother thing to, you know, it's big. Yeah. Retail yeah. is a big thing, and, um, I mean, it's so many people and every yeah that's that's the really that's the the really key thing because i think that retail is is amazing people need to go out like we all love to shop online but it feels amazing to go get help and you remember the experience you had when you Mm -hmm. were in the store so i love hearing that you're that you're opening stores because i think that um we need to stop being negative about you know brick and mortar retail oh well i mean the, the truth of the matter is that still way the majority of all sales yeah. are in stores. It's true. So, yeah. So there's something about that full experience. Like mm-hmm. you're saying, people like it. I mean, I love your office. I mean, my office is down the street mm-hmm. from your store. And I love to be able to break out for lunch and go down yeah. and walk around yeah. and, you know, look at things and just kind of be inspired. Whether I 
buy it or not or exactly not. it's an experience it feels great mm-hmm. and see people and yeah, you want to look be around and, yeah. and see what other people are wearing mm-hmm. and what what colors are like you know that you have a pink chair in your thing yeah or whatever you have those cool like lizard handles on your doors I know. <laughs> you know things like that you don't you're not ever going to see that shopping on your online yeah. store Sid and I were always very inspired um just in traveling we always mm-hmm. would look at retail I mean him more than me I always wanted to run to the museum but he would always say we have to go to this store and that store just to see what people are up to and when it's done really well I'm sure you've been to Paris I think you know for me that city does retail better than anybody um it's just a great walkable city too mm-hmm. so you yeah. can walk mm-hmm. into a million shops mm-hmm. in a whole afternoon mm-hmm. and the care they take to even you know there's a shop that just sells mustard but i mean it's the most beautifully situated mustard that you're ever going to see <laughs> you know <laughs> they're all about special i mean like yeah. the specialty stores yeah it's like yeah, which as a retailer, we do all think, one thing how do one. they make money? But, right. Yeah. How do they make but money? They, they may. I think it's a little different there. but yeah. Well, Ballard's opening up a big flagship over on the west side. Really? Yes. Well, you in, already have one spring. Well, that'll close. Okay, great. And then like a real one, like a real yeah. store over there <laughs> near um, Topgolf. Well, I have to say Ballard is, has a really sweet place in my heart because I feel like it was, and I always say this to the founder, um, that I feel like, you know, she brought so much here at that time, you could not find those things. Right. You really couldn't. They were nowhere to be found unless you had the luxury to be able to go to Paris or to France and bring home that. It would have just be like a little, you know, pot to keep, put your sugar in. Mm-hmm. But you could not find that pot to put your sugar in here. It just didn't look the same. Right. And so, um, just making that happen and be opening up people's um, design possibilities for a more of a European look and all that stuff that, anyway, I, I loved it. I so. agree. I was an early fan, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sought it out and stalked it and went to work there. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. I've How been there many? 17 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. How old is actually the company? It, we're getting ready to have our 35th anniversary. Oh, my gosh. So next oh, that's year. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I mean, I should have, but... But it's great. Yeah, you're right. It's all about making things accessible and bringing great style. And I think that's kind of what you do, too. Yeah. You know, bringing great style to people. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell one little story about you, which I think is so awesome. So, no, this was like early on in your store, and I was trying to find something to wear to a wedding. And I already had kind of like, I wanted to wear this like cream tuxedo. And you were helping me pick out a shirt. Mm-hmm. We were going back and forth and going back and forth. And blah, blah, blah. Should it be this? Should it be that? You know, and you were like, go with this sheer shirt. And I'm like, I'm too old. And you're like, no, you're not. <laughs> but, you know, just don't wear like a racy bra thing. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And you were like, here, take my cell. You have to text me and tell me how this goes. Oh, I want to hear all about it. Oh, I love that. And it was like, oh my gosh, she really cares. <laughs> and it went well. And it went well. I, 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 I got I, a billion compliments. No. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> see, that's the retail experience. You know, you don't really get that. I mean, if you have a great friend and you order something online, I think she could come over and tell you that. But you sometimes really need, you know, somebody to to say, you're awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> amazing. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so I was a true believer after that. Yes, that's so fun. I have a question that I forgot to ask you. Okay, Okay, what? Okay, I wanted to talk about dressing for the holidays. Great. So do you have any thoughts on what people should wear to a holiday party and... Yes. What is your, like, strategy? I do. I mean, of course, it depends where you're going. But something sparkly or, you know, I love, you know, a casual thing in an evening-type fabric. So... Let me think. What, or, or just doing, like, even if you're going to a casual-ish party, like, I love, like, a satin or a silk blouse with it. And, again, mm-hmm. with a sexy shoe. I mean, mm-hmm. that's really easy. Um, and, you know, red. I mean, just, mm-hmm. it's the holiday. So, I, you know, red, silver. I mean, it's, it's. I don't know if I'm giving you any advice you don't already know. But, but I also love fur. I love fur. Even mm-hmm. when it's, yeah. even in Atlanta. You know, a great fur vest or a little piece of fur. We have beautiful little fur silks, fur scarves that you can wear with just like a tiny sweater mm-hmm. or a silk blouse that you can wear that out to dinner too. I love fur. So you're wearing fur with like jeans or yes, like? Yes, I'm wearing fur with, with jeans or a great pair of, I'm a big pants person. So I like, you know, my mother would have called them slacks, <laughs> but you know, I like a great pair of black trousers with a high heel and anything on top that's a pop of color. Um, Again, we have these really, we have some really great long dresses. I mean, everybody's feeling long now, and I, I love long. Um, 
So <laughs> we have a couple really beautiful long dresses that aren't so formal. I mean, some of them you could even wear out to dinner with, you know, anyone you were having dinner right. with if you just wanted to make an extra effort and look amazing. And especially for the holidays, I feel like even just going out to dinner, people put a little more I effort so in. I think so, too. I mean, a that's a piece more. of advice I would give to everybody. Dress for who you want to be that evening. I mean, you really, again, to your point, if you own it, you are going to love it, you know? And it's very rare that you, you know, you're not going to look stupid. You're going to look Mm-mm. exactly how you That's want right. to look. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. It's so, yours. Yeah. So. Cool. That's all I love that. Great okay. advice. Yeah. We have a dilemma. You have to help okay. us. You All have right. to help us answer it. Okay. And Taryn usually reads it every week, but she isn't here because she's sick. Okay. So, okay. Right. Right. Carolyn, you read it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna do some dilemmas. Well, one dilemma. <laughs> we're gonna Not do a dilemma plural. from yeah. Jackie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jackie says, "Hey guys, my parents have a living room where the furniture and seating arrangement is floating. It looks great, but it leaves one wall looking a bit awkward. On this wall, there are two windows with space in between for art to hang." The art piece looks great between the windows, but because there's nothing underneath it, like a chair or a demi-loon table, it looks mm. a bit weird, like it, quote, <laughs> lost its pants, oh, no. as my mom's friend says. Mm-hmm. Okay. I attach pictures so you can see. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, because there are two big armchairs from the seating arrangement floating in the room, there isn't room for anything to go under it without cramping the walkway between the back of the chairs and the wall. What would you suggest? We were thinking maybe three paintings up and down would look better than just one, unless there should be something underneath. But really, she likes that piece of art. Any suggestions? Okay, so she. I'm, I like to visually, dis- not visually, verbally okay. describe it. Okay, great. I like to just jump in and do it. Okay. Okay, so it's really a beautiful room. She does have two chairs floating, and I would say it's like four feet behind. There's like not a ton of egress, yes. but enough to walk through yes. behind the chairs. Mm-hmm. And then, like she said, two windows with drapery, and between those windows is a painting that is it's a piece of art that's pretty. I mean, it doesn't look super weird to me, but what do yeah, you Yeah, it doesn't look that bad either. Mm-mm. But does she really not have any room? Because they're those really narrow. Super narrow. Yeah, like six inch. Yeah, little console Little things. console tables. That's also, to I me, the art's perfect. a little high. Yeah, you're right. I it think she high. should yeah. lower yeah, the art a little. Yeah, if she centered that, it would all be good, actually. Like, lower the art a little yeah. so there's not so much visual air under it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking a good four inches. Yeah. Maybe six. Yeah. And she could even find that little guy that I found to make my <laughs> iron. Yeah, have someone make something for you. Make something that's like four inches wide. Or you could, could put like a little in. column there with a plant on it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. A little bust. Yeah. I had a little pedestal that has a nice bust on it in my Ooh. foyer. But then you'd have to, then the painting, I don't know that there's enough room for that. Yeah, it depends on the space. Because yeah. I have this weird space. I'm directing everyone's attention to this wall <laughs> in my dining room where I have like oh yeah it's kind of weird you know I didn't yeah, really works. want to put a console I just yeah. keep putting things in it yeah <laughs> it but it's sort of like a garden seat and a plant yeah. and a painting but yeah. you could you could even you know what's yeah, just thing? put a little plant like, yeah what about know. a little plant there yeah a little plant but definitely lower your art yeah we have yeah, that lower your art new... is probably really all you need to yeah. be honest we have yeah. that new console table that you like so much. I that you it. want to put. Oh, yeah. I okay. It. Well, it's we'll right put a around picture. the corner. It's a it's teeny. Really it's an tiny. iron it's right here. Look, console table. If it's like a good, if it's like a true walkway, you need thirty six inches. But if it's just somewhere where just you just need to slip through, yeah, it's twenty four is fine. So if you've got. Yeah. If you've got 36 inches now and you put a 12 inch deep console, I mean, the only table, place you can you're going still... is to the desk. Because right. Honestly, you there's no hole. There's no. Yeah. So just I get like a, a lot of sp- space, space, space to, to breathe. Yeah. But um, a column with a plant might work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, it's a you could just turn it into the cozy room where there isn't a lot of space. You have to, That's right. Like, you climb like, over yeah. those chairs yeah. to get to the exactly. desk. Done. Perfect. She could always hang something over the top. If you lower that art piece, maybe put something over the top of it. Like maybe it's an old plate that you have. Exactly. Or That's a good idea. Around with the mirror. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, around mirror or one of those. Um, what are those little like things? Bunny Williams had one where it's like a little plaque thing on the wall not a plaque use your like, words come on um it's like a ledge yes it's decorative yeah they're all over yes it's like a base to have put a little pot yeah it's yeah. like a little shelf it's like six inches and it hangs on the bracket. wall and like you a, bracket. Bracket. Yes. A, bracket. a bracket a bracket yeah. 
You can crack it. Got it. Man. And then put like a pretty vase on it or something. It's been a long week. Yes. It's only Tuesday. I know. Yeah, I like the play video. Yeah, it's a nice room, though. It's it is. Room. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, don't lose your pants. <laughs> yeah. I love that saying. It looks like it lost its pants. Hmm. Thanks, Jackie. Okay. Cool. We only use that dilemma because you deal in pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's so applicable to you. Yes. There's a lot of similarities between decorating your body and decorating your home it's, it's, true. it's all expression true. it's effort and expression and, and knowing meaningful. what you like yeah knowing yourself mm-hmm. well we really Brought appreciate you, you coming on this was yeah. really fun you're like a famous person in atlanta <laughs> but we felt really lucky I'm to have working you on it. I, don't <laughs> I don't feel that way but that would be great for business right <laughs> true there's a lot of people so. outside wanting signatures what do you yeah. call it Autographs? Autographs. <laughs> Use your words. I know. I can't. <laughs> now, this was really fun. Good. Thank you so much for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for old coming. friend with the, you know, with my sheer, sheer shirt. shirt. <laughs> oh, you're wearing a tuxedo jacket with it. It's yes, very, it covered it's very up beautiful. most yes. of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're I concerned felt like I was the head. About, you know, <laughs> having the idea of something sexy is awesome. That's right. Well, I remember one time you said, I love a slutty shoe. And I was like, I oh. did not say that because I don't use that word. All right. What would you say? Sexy. I love a sexy shoe. I yeah, remember exactly. one time you said to me. Yeah. I was like, because you like, I like to just have like, you know, like yes. jeans yeah, and a yeah, shirt yeah, and then exactly. a sexy shoe. And I was like, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's right. That one amazing. little thing the one little, yeah, that makes it. A shoe is, is essential. Okay. It can change everything. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank oh, you so it much. It was a pleasure. Okay. Do you want to tell people where they can oh, find your shop? Yes. Okay. So here in Atlanta, on we're on the west side, which is turning into, as you said, it was. It's even better now. I mean, there's all these great new stores there, um, but we're at 1198 Howell Mill Road, and um, the new Serena and Lily just opened, yes. which is really great, and this awesome store called Hudson Grace just opened. That's They're great. both great home stores. Oh, I got some stuff. Yeah, it's really great. And um, my husband's store is there. Jenny's mm-hmm. ice cream is there, which is awesome for a date because you have to wait in line. <laughs> so you get to chat. But yeah, and then you can just Google us in our other cities. And what about your shop website? online? Yeah, it's, you know, www.annmashburn.com. <laughs> and do you have Instagram? We do. We're Sid and Ann Mashburn. So. I think you would find me if you just looked at Anne, but we're sitting in Anne Mashburn. Yep. All right. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. You can leave us a review in your podcast app. We'd love to hear your feedback or follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. Send in your questions, of course, to podcast at ballarddesigns.net. And um, you can always find the show notes to each episode on our blog at howtodecorate.com slash podcast. We'll put links to all of the things we talk about in the episode, little products and, um, photos if if you want to look check those out so be sure to look that up and until next time happy Happy decorating. decorating